You mentioned earlier in the interview that um, you're the only declared candidate for a political party um, yes. um, to win local government elections. I think the only sitting councillor at the moment from the Greens is Jonathan Shree in the Gabba Ward in Brisbane. So mm. are, are you a serious threat to maybe the older, the old firm that no doubt is attempting to run again? Yeah, it's it's quite a moment. I think um, parts of the old firm have uh, essentially got a bloody nose and are not sure, quite sure how to uh, deal with this election. But I want to say from my point of view, standing for the Greens, um, my I've spoken about my principles. That's really uh, important to me. But uh, that I think puts me in the right place at the right time, and that is that uh, I do have a long professional uh, background as a chartered accountant and within commercial uh, businesses, but uh, also in the last 15 years in not-for-profit uh, uh, organisations. And that, um, I think, has given me... Uh, it gives me great uh, skills in, in dealing with strategy and uh, future uh, the future government... Uh, sorry, future council work but it also has given me insights into some of the social problems that Ipswich faces and exposure to novel responses to that. So community housing responses. Um, I've spoken recently to the Logan Together CEO about uh, the prospect of the Ipswich Together, where social service organisations can come together and, and try to uh, work on those hard problems and then come up with innovative solutions. So... From my point of view, I think that, um, yeah, I'm the right man for the job uh, and therefore I'd like to think I've got a better than even chance. But um, notwithstanding the fact that, yes, the Greens um, have had difficulties cutting through and, um, you know, I'll be doing my level best to make sure my message gets out there. Did I understand you correctly there that you've actually worked with... Um not-for-profits in addressing the social housing issues. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I've worked in um, three major not-for-profits over the last 15 years, and one of them uh, was a church-based organisation that has a large um, housing um, services to, uh, delivery um, arm, so yes. And you you see that as being a, an, another major issue. You know, we've talked about climate or the um, la lack look, of housing. It, yeah, look, I, I believe it's um, very near the top. Um, you know, if we talked about um, the hierarchy of needs in our community, um, housing is close to the top. Um, and in the centre of town, we have a lot of homeless people who uh, gravitate around Queen's Park and River Heart. Uh, River Heart Parklands, and um, housing is a big issue uh, for Queensland, but it's uh, a very big issue for uh, Ipswich as well. So uh, homelessness and couch surfing um, and, um, you know, uh, sorry, there's a phrase I can't think of, um, which I'll have to come back to, sorry. Like um, when, you know, people, like, share their houses, in, you know, in... And, and there's there's actually regulations in in Brisbane at least the number of people yes. who can actually share their houses limited so that that they can't socialise their their 
you know, their lack of money. You know, the one way to, to get the rent down is just have more people live in the same place. So what, yes. would, what would yes. be your attitude to that? Like, where they place limits on the number of people who can actually share a dwelling? It's very... Well, I don't think that... I don't think there are um, particular issues with placing um, limits on that type of thing because everybody should have a... Uh, a decent place to live, basically. So um, I think there should be adequate um, housing and adequate community housing in Ipswich. And again, it's part of that story that um, as a mayor, you can advocate for and should be advocating for decent state services around housing out here. But I I do also have, um, I think, some insights into how housing works and I think there is a role for community housing out here and for for better inclusionary zoning uh, whereby developers are um, made to uh, allocate a certain amount of their developments for social and affordable housing purposes or for community purposes and uh, those sorts of policies are what I would again be proposing as a council we should be looking at so that in the future of Ipswich in 20 years time We've got neighbourhoods that we can be proud of um, and neighbourhoods that work well um, to get a point of view. Uh, there's a lot of dismay in Ipswich when we drive out to places like Ripley and, and see fields of um, houses butted up against each other um, because partly Ipswich is famous for its heritage housing. When you come into the centre of Ipswich, um, it's a really attractive place to be. So, you know, part of the vision for the future must be uh, that the housing of the future is as attractive as the housing of the past um, and works for people in in similar ways. Thanks very much for your contribution to the show. Is there anything you'd like to add? Um, Yes, there is. Um, Ian, if you don't mind, I'd I'd like to um, state really that um, Ipswich has a fantastic opportunity uh, in the next 25 years to position itself um, as a place uh, of the future because of its city-rural components. And we can combine the best of city living with the best of rural living. Um, We've got fantastic food producers on our doorstep. We can have a vibrant city life and we can combine a lifestyle in 20 years' time that is um, the envy of people uh, right across Australia and I think you know that can generate jobs and work uh, but it can also generate arts and entertainment uh, to combine those things so if Ipswich can pull together across city and rural uh, I think there's a fantastic future here for everybody.